Welcome to More Ask for What You Want. Ladies, this podcast is for you. How often do you dream of the life you want, but are waiting for someone to give you permission? This podcast is about empowering women in getting off the floor and blasting through the ceiling personally and professionally. Asking for more with confidence, assurance, and success without doubt getting in the way. Tracy will help you so you can build the muscle which will change your relationship with money, attention, time, love, career, and really anywhere else you are settling and saying yes to less, but really wanting and deserving more. Welcome to More. Ask for what you want. Here's Tracy Crossley. Greetings. How y'all doing today? I am back again with another episode of More. Ask for what you want. So this episode, I think, is pretty interesting because as women, we don't see ourselves clearly. A lot of times we are defined by others. And what that also means is you can be super successful, independent, all the things you think you need to be. Mm, But there's this thing, this thing called I am successful, but secretly I want to be taken care of. And I've heard this from so many women, and I was one of those women too, where I thought, oh my God, how am I going to do this all on my own? You know, it's a funky time when you think about in the 60s, the 1960s, that if a woman wanted to get a credit card, she actually had to get permission from her husband, okay? So we're not that far removed from those times. And I feel on a certain level that a lot of us are brought up to believe that, yeah, we have to have a man rescue us. We have to have a man take care of us or for some, another woman to take care of us. We need to have someone else. So it's really not a secret, by the way. It's just something a lot of us don't want to admit to. And it's not that it's too much time, money, or too much time, or I'm sorry, too much money, no time. It's something else. Many independent, successful, smart women feel something is missing and aren't necessarily pinpointing what really is missing, but we tend to use this idea that we want to be taken care of as the thing that's missing. And so we don't really focus on an idea of another person who may or may not exist in our lives at that point. Like we don't realize that that's what we're really focusing on, even though we may feel it. So, so what this is, is a disconnect to what your feelings are and to what, let's say, your goals are. And yet you may at times recognize, yeah, you know what? I, I really do want to have someone take care of me, even though I am the CEO of my life. Okay. And so the idea of being taken care of is something where the other person that we're wanting to take care of us may give their validation or their approval, their support, their providing, even though it may not be necessary. And a lot of us women do this, want this. And it's it's almost shameful in a way. Like we feel a sense of shame in admitting to it, right? Unless, of course, our friend admits to it. Oh, and then our other friend admits to it. And I've known groups of women to get together and have this be a subject conversation. So... This podcast, obviously, came from a discussion I was having with a friend. It came up, and I thought, 
Are we all wired this way deep down inside? Do we all secretly crave Prince Charming or for some of us, Princess Charming? Do we feel incomplete unless we are rescued by this prince or princess? No matter how many degrees, meaning how many master's degrees do you have, bachelor's degrees, PhDs, right? Or how much money you make, we can still be that little girl wanting to believe someone else is gonna provide for us. Oh yeah. So on the one hand, there's been a fear that nobody would provide for us. And so maybe we have become a CEO in real life. You don't necessarily have to be the president of anything, but it's the feeling of being in charge, okay? Yet, we still have that yearning to have somebody show up and be that for us, okay? So many of us have made it on our own. You might have made it on your own. Maybe you're at the beginning and you're looking at life going, oh my gosh, I got to get out there and I'm going to make things happen. I am going to do it all. And yet there's an insecurity which says, I still have not made it. Or maybe if I make it, what if I don't maintain it? What if somehow I screw this up? What if I fail? Will anyone pick up the pieces? And it's almost as though our lives are out on this limb. And as much as we accomplish this little voice inside says, do I deserve this? Or how long can I make it on my own until they find out I'm a phony? Or I need someone to be my backup plan and so on. And lots of these things are set inside our heads and not always to our peers. And again, this also goes to look at how you tackle things. I know people that have, in fact, I'm getting my PhD probably in the next year or so, not having it complete, but we'll start a program because I had to finish my master's, which by the time you listen to this, I'll pretty much be done with it. But one of my professors has multiple degrees, okay? And <laughs> and and not that it's a bad thing. It's the thing of, is that ensuring that she doesn't ever have to be taken care of. And yet on the other hand, maybe she still wants to be taken care of. See, we're kind of split inside of ourselves with this whole thing. And we don't want to give the illusion that we somehow are not equipped to have the life we do or that we need someone else to take care of us. But at the same time, when we let our guard down, we may be sharing that. So for many women who reach a very successful level, vulnerability is hard to achieve because you may have been wired to be like men in the workplace for many years. It seems there is some change happening, of course. I know there is in certain companies, and at least in my company too. I don't operate the same like I used to, and I used to be very masculine. It seems though, again, you know, with things changing, which is great, uh, some women may feel incomplete unless they have a man providing for them. Even if, again, you are in charge of all parts of your life, you may feel that way, okay? When women feel incomplete unless they have a man providing for them, it's something which requires deeper inspection. Another perspective is that as young girls, you may dream of having it all, right? Or as a young girl, you dream of having it all. And that doesn't just mean a career. It means the whole kit and caboodle. The amazing husband or wife, kids, white picket fence, it goes with the dream. And as young girls, this may contribute to our drive. And also the idea that daddy is supposed to take care of everyone, including mommy. And therefore, I still want it. I still need it. And oh my God, I can't believe I'm out there doing this all by myself. That's pretty amazing and scary. Mm -hmm. Because again, the fear of failure. So is this a problem or should I say problems? Well, research indicates that women are stuck in a struggle with having it all or having a man who is a high earner. Like that's what they are. 
right? Okay, so I need to have a man that earns as much as I do. Really? So studies have shown most very successful men have wives who earn about $35,000 a year. And many of the wives are younger, so there's no competition in the household. I can't believe that this is still going on, but I was, I was reading the research. Is still it is, To me, it's still as it was 20 years ago if this is still going on, and it is. So one problem pointed out in the research was women who are super successful find it challenging to be married. They feel there's slim pickings, and when it comes to men to care for them, which begs the question from another perspective of why would women set themselves up to not have the partner they want by choosing career over marriage? Yikes, right? Like, what the actual F? So, and again, this goes whether you're straight or gay, and of course, I'm using men, but it can be women too. It's having that, I want to say, breadwinner sort of mentality you may have it, but it's also desiring that in your mate. So the problems here are all about perspective. The perspective that you may not be complete unless you have a guy, a girl to take care of you. The perspective that you will never be enough or have enough no matter how successful you are. The feeling that you'll fail at any point in time and need the guy to pick up the pieces. And the idea that you are alone, do okay alone, but are lonely no matter what your success looks like. And this is all in your head. Reality tends to play itself out by how you relate to it. And if you relate to it as an either or, you end up screwed because you, my friend, will create the reality from your thoughts and your feelings to your actions. Yes, the choices where you think I must do this may not actually be the case, but fear of not having, meaning not having that safety net of this person, okay, can propel you to decide against yourself and to keep the fantasy of being taken care of in front of you rather than behind you. The problem is you're never living in the present moment and could resent all the sacrifice you feel you made in some capacity to be again, I'm sorry, to again, be driven to where you are and not see another possible way. The old yearning to be taken care of no matter what can have you hamstrung on being open and also understanding what is it I really need? Yeah. What's the wake up statement here? Well, Waiting for anyone outside of you to provide can be a life of walking on eggshells rather than seeing opportunity outside the illusion. That's a good wake-up statement, huh? All right. So what's the solution? Well, this is really about getting to know your internal motivation, your driver. Who are you working for? As in the person or the entity, the idea. Who is it and what does it demand of you and why? Not so you quit, but so you get to know you, your internal motivation, your driver is what you need to get to know, not what's in your head or an idea based on fear. Most of us have a surface level knowledge of ourselves based on what we put out to the world rather than what is happening inside of us. We have a thinking that may say you do not deserve unless you achieve this, or you may not have what you want because you're selfish, you're greedy and in it for yourself. Whatever your inner critic, the jackass in your mind, okay, dishes out that's unkind as only our minds have a way of doing, it's really about looking beneath that. What is my motivator? It is to know thyself by peeling away the layers of what you've told yourself and get deeper, vulnerable, and ask, what is it I really want and what is this saying about me? 
Another thing, look at why you want the prince or princess. What is your fear of not having from failing and not being rescued to being judged by others that you really don't have at all? Look for your insecurity and start to make small steps in getting your power back. When you start saying yes to openness, abundance, scarcity says, by the way, to be driven by fear. That's the only way, okay? So there's no abundance there when you have scarcity, just FYI. So when you start saying yes to these things, love and happiness also, you start to make choices from a more trusting place that everything will be okay no matter what. So if this is hard for you, email me. I have programs that can help you. And you can email me at tracy at tracycrossley.com. All right? So I'm going to say that wake-up statement one more time. Waiting for anyone outside of you to provide can be a life of walking on eggshells rather than seeing opportunity outside the illusion. Mm -hmm. You have a right to empowerment. You can continue to be the island and appear to have it all together when you want to look at the why behind your secret desire and know the motivation it comes from, the more you can face your own motivation. In other words, you can have the, uh, the courage, the strength to really look at what is my motivation? What is it? It's, an, it's some kind of not trust of myself. Okay. And then you can decide to make different choices that will empower you, enlighten you, and feed your happiness and desire for a healthy relationship. Not something based on a need that you really don't have, but based on love, based on things that are more equitable rather than something to complete you. So to wrap this up, it's not a secret. It's a toxic feeling that you are somehow limited in this mental picture of wanting it all. And if you don't have it all, that somehow you're lacking. You are limited by your own stories and others until you decide to take emotional risks and open the door to more. More is what you want, but when it is from fear, it's never satisfying. When you feel something is missing and don't realize the focus is on the idea of another person who may or may not exist in your life, it is about knowing why you want it and being taken care of at that point, guess what? Starts with you answering your own emotional needs. It's not about getting that right person. It's about you being the caretaker of you. It starts to change how you feel. It starts to have an impact on what it is you actually want and you can do it and you can be super successful. You can have it all. It just might look different than you think it needs to and that's okay. And if you are interested in checking out more information about me, you can go to my website and that is Tracy at tracycrossley.com. You guys take care and I'll be back again with another episode soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. To find out more about Tracy and her programs, please visit tracycrossley.com or reach out to Tracy at happiness at tracycrossley.com to book a discovery session. And thanks again for listening.